Hey folks, have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? Maybe you've been listening to the Whitfield Report for a while and you're starting to think to yourself, hey, you know what? I could do this podcast thing, but where the hell do I start? Well, folks, I've had a lot of friends ask me that in the last few weeks, and I'm here to tell you all that Anchor is a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. Best of all, it's 100% free and ridiculously easy to use. And now Anchor can match you with great sponsors who want to advertise on your podcast. This means you can get paid to podcast right away. In fact, that's what I'm doing right now by reading this ad. You're damn right that's what I'm doing. And what I like about Anchor is that whether you're a novice or an expert, it's incredibly easy to use. They have uh, great tools that you can use to record and edit your podcast if you're a novice just starting out. Or if you're like me and you're an old pro at this, you can bring your own tools and record your audio and then upload the files yourselves. Whichever way you podcast, it's extremely easy to use Anchor, and I highly recommend them. So get started today by going to anchor.fm forward slash start. And I can't wait to hear your podcast, ladies and gentlemen. Now go out there and make some podcasts. Hey there, folks. Welcome to the Whitfield Report, Thursday edition on Friday. I want to thank you so much for joining me here in the past, present, future hour, whenever you may be listening to this episode. And, uh, yeah. So, anyway, uh, long story short, folks. Uh, I had recorded this podcast on Thursday, and I was going to post it on Thursday night. Uh, but then, in the midst of uh, recording the episode for Thursday, the app on my iPad that I used to, uh, you know, that I used to record podcasts, uh, it crashed. Uh, because as you guys know, I usually record the, uh, the Thursday podcast from my iPad. It just makes it easier and more streamlined to produce audio-only podcasts that way. Um, you know, unless I'm having a guest or something. Um, usually it works like 9 out of, you know, 10 times. Uh, but this was the 10th time uh, where... The app crashed, and so because of that, like, I lost my complete recording, and I was tired last night, and I just didn't want to, you know, record it all over again, because it was it was going to be Friday anyway by the time uh, I, you know, posted it. So uh, I went to bed, and now I'm here, you know, doing this, uh, you know, doing this Thursday podcast on Friday for you guys. Um, so apologies for the delay, although I did post an episode on, uh, Wednesday, so hopefully you guys, you know, got that, uh, that was the Tuesday stream, 
that I did, and then I posted the podcast of that on Wednesday. Um, anyway, contact info as usual. If you would like to uh, reach out to the podcast, you can follow me on Twitter at SamDB underscore NDC. You can also follow me over there on Instagram at, at SamDB underscore NDC. Uh, hashtag Whitfield Report. Also follow the podcast on Twitter at Whitfield Report. Uh, TheSamWhitfield.com is my website. Uh, of course, you can uh, follow the Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash Whitfield Report. Obviously, you guys are already listening to this on the uh, audio podcast feed. So if you're on Apple Podcasts, uh, as always, please go ahead and give us a five-star uh, rating and review over there. And, uh, you know, if you're on uh, Spotify or uh, Stitcher or any of those platforms, uh, feel free to give me a good r- rating and review over there if you can. I don't know if you can on Spotify, but if you... Uh, can give feedback over there, please do. Um, and of course, please uh, tell your friends about the podcast. As a, and uh, as always, I really appreciate you guys helping me grow the show and uh, supporting this uh, independent yet, you know, still growing steady podcast. All right, folks. So Thursday, as you guys know, is the uh, pop culture review show and I have some stuff to review but I'm going to do things a little bit different this week um, because as the episode um, title suggests this is uh, the new this is the uh, November streaming wars uh, period that we're in now folks um, lots of things happening across lots of different streaming platforms, uh, plus two new uh, streaming platforms are entering the game completely for the first time. Uh, So on Netflix this weekend, I believe uh, we have uh, the Martin Scorsese film The Irishman coming out um, on Netflix, and that's supposed to be really good. We have BoJack Horseman, the final season of that animated series on Netflix. I've never done a a full review of that show, uh, but I have mentioned it on Twitter before, and I I really do like that show. It's very funny and very uh, clever and witty. Uh, So those two things are on Netflix. Over on Amazon, we have... uh, the second season of Jack Ryan, based off of the uh, Tom Clancy books, I really liked the first season of that of that show, and uh, Amazon is really killing it in terms of streaming too. Um, now we have two newcomers to the uh, you know streaming game, two completely new platforms that are uh, you know that have launched. This month, and by the time you hear this podcast, uh, you know, the second one could be launched. Uh, so, last Friday, um, today is the 8th, so on the uh, 4th, or no, on the 1st of uh, November, 
Uh, so last week, Apple released, uh, launched their new TV uh, subscription service, their streaming TV platform called Apple TV Plus, which I'll go to here in a minute. And then we've got uh, Disney launching Disney Plus on the 12th of November. So in just a few days. Now, the big news so far has been uh, around Disney Plus. We've been hearing um, a lot about them really for the past two years if you've been following anything in the world of, you know, TV or entertainment. Uh, Disney is releasing Disney Plus. It's a... uh, Service which will host the uh, Disney Library, the MCU, uh, you know, franchise and all of its movie properties, plus original series from Marvel. Uh, plus, you have uh, ESPN and National Geographic, uh, Star Wars and its, you know, extended universe too, and now that Disney has also acquired Fox, we'll be getting the uh, the Fox lineup added soon, uh, too. Not sure if that's going to be on launch, but it's going to be uh, on there eventually later this year, I think. So everyone is talking about how, you know, Disney Plus is going to take on Netflix, and there are some people who are, you know, thinking that this is... That the, that this is going to be the uh, end of an era for Netflix, that Disney Plus is going to completely kick their ass and, you know, take names. Um, And I wouldn't be so sure about that. Uh, Simply because Netflix has been around uh, for so long and they were really the first ones to do a, a, like a on-demand, uh, you know, video content streaming platform with original series. Which that keep in mind, folks, Netflix as a streaming service has not been around for all that long. When you think about it, it's only been around for uh, six or seven years. Like I was still. I was a junior in high school when Netflix started their streaming service. And if you remember, obviously the older audience members, uh, you know, those in their 20s and older will remember that Netflix, when we were growing up, was a DVD um, rental service by mail. And they were floundering as a company uh, you know, for years and years and years, and they were close to going out of business. They came with a, they came out with the streaming model that we now know, and uh, no one thought it was going to do real well because, you know, who wants to watch movies on their laptop, right, or on their phone? You know, everyone wants to watch TV on, you know, TV. But then that was also right around the time when smart TVs and, uh, you know, smart TV-like devices like the Apple TV and, uh, you know, the Amazon 
uh, fire, you know, box or sticker, uh, you know, in the Roku. That's when all those, you know, devices started coming out. So the smart TV era started to become a thing, you know. So Netflix was in a good position to kind of help launch that whole thing. And, you know, now, as it turns out, people actually do watch TV on their laptops and on their phones and on their iPads, uh, me included, right? So, you know, Netflix was a huge revolution and, you know, no one originally thought it would succeed. And now it's kind of the, the standard, so to speak, right? Well, Amazon jumped on that bandwagon about like a year or two later. And what they've done with Amazon Prime Video is actually pretty smart because they've bundled the, uh, the Amazon Prime Video with Amazon Prime and that whole service. So, you know, basically, mo- as most of you know, you buy Amazon Prime, it's like 100 bucks a year. It's only 39 bucks a year if you're a student like me, though, so... I suppose there are some advantages to being a, you know, a college student, and that's one of them. Um, You know, you get free two-day shipping. You get, uh, you know, unlimited music, which I don't use the Amazon Music. I use Apple Music. But, you know, it's, it's nice that I have the option as a student to use Amazon Music if I wanted to. Uh, but most of my library is, you know, in iTunes and on Apple Music anyway. Uh, that aside, you have uh, Prime for shipping, you have music streaming, you have, and then you have Amazon Prime Video, and so they have really good series on there. My favorite, of course, is uh, Bosch, uh, that series with Titus Welliver, based off the uh, Michael Conley novels. Uh, Amazon Prime, it's interesting. They've really been the powerhouse, uh, you know, kind of network in terms of original series to adapt uh, novels and book series like Bosch into TV shows. And it kind of makes sense be- in movies. And it kind of makes sense because, uh, you know, Amazon back in the 90s was basically seen as like an online bookstore. So they've always sold books, right? And now they sell, you know, everything. They basically sell everything under the sun, uh, you know, including this mic that I'm recording from. Uh, I got that off Amazon. Um, you know, so there's Amazon Prime, there's Netflix. Now we have... Disney Plus entering the fray. That's obviously going to be a success, I think, because you're getting an amazing value of Marvel, Star Wars, Net Geo, Fox, and of course the, uh, you know, the Disney. Uh, you know, property itself, the Disney brand. Uh, all for seven, you know, bucks a month. So it's a really good deal. And so it's going to be interesting to see how they 
turnout. Uh, the one streaming, the one TV streaming vi- provider that uh, people were a little shocked when they first announced it was Apple TV+. Plus. But I have to tell you, it actually makes a lot of sense that Apple would be launching a, would be launching a TV uh, streaming service, and that they already have it. Here's why: because they've actually been hosting uh, video and movie content for a long for a long time online. Uh, right in 2003, we had the launch of the iTunes store to sell music. You could buy uh, music off of, you know, iTunes, and you have been able to, you know, for since 2003. So, you know, for almost 18 years now, you've been able to do that. Then in 2004, a year later, once the iPod video came out, that was when they started selling videos and, uh, you know, movies and TV shows on the iTunes store. And believe it or not, people actually, you know, bought iPod videos and bought movies and shows and watched them on uh, their iPods. I actually have a funny story about that. My, uh, my best friend and I, uh, when we were in middle school, we actually uh, bonded and became best friends because he and I would uh, would watch episodes of, of South Park on his iPod uh, during his study hall period in, in middle school, and you know we would we would pretend to do. You know, we would pretend to study, but we would actually watch South Park and, you know, we would be like giggling. I don't know how we got away with it, but we uh, we did. So good times. Uh, but yeah, you know, Apple has been in that game uh, in terms of like hosting, I guess, video and TV shows on iTunes you know, for a long time for other networks. So when they launched, when they announced that they were going to, uh, you know, be launching a, a TV streaming service themselves, I think at first everyone was really taken uh, by surprise, a- including me. I, I was kind of like, well, it, it makes sense that they would be, uh, you know, going in for, you know, Apple Music, obviously, to compete with, Spotify and uh, you know because they've been having iTunes so obviously Apple Music makes sense um, Apple Arcade I, I've I've actually done like a written review of that uh, on my blog I think Apple Arcade is a tremendous uh, value for the money considering that it's only five bucks a month and you get like unlimited games on uh, all your iOS devices right they have, uh, you know, Apple magazines, which, huh, admittedly, that's like, no one really likes that. Even even me, like, I like the idea behind it, but of unlimited magazines. But the way they've executed it is uh, 
it's still got work to do, and it's still pretty poorly designed and not worth the money uh, quite yet. Uh, Apple TV Plus is really, I think it's actually pretty good so far from what I've seen, and I've only watched one show on there so far, which I'll get to in just a sec, but I think Apple TV Plus is actually going to be a, a huge um, success, hopefully. Maybe not with the critics, but everyone I've talked to who is, you know, an average person like you and I, they all real like the, uh, you know, the Apple TV, TV Plus series for right now. Um, you know, the series that I started watching uh, is one called The Morning Show. And that's kind of the series that uh, Apple TV Plus has really been marketing uh, pretty hard, you know, in their promos so far. That and the uh, that and the show C with Jason Momoa, which I haven't watched that one yet, but I'm going to this weekend, and maybe I'll do a review of that next week. Um, but the morning show is interesting because. It has Jennifer Aniston, Steve Carell, and, and Reese Witherspoon, right? All of whom were really no, have really always been known for like comedic, uh, you know, acting in their careers, and they've all been really successful in that genre. And, um,. You know, the morning show that sounds like the title of like a 90s sitcom, right? But it's actually a, uh, it's actually kind of like a drama, like a character study drama. And it's about, um, it's about basically like a fictionalized version of Good Morning America. Or, uh, you know, think like, yeah, Good Morning America, one of, uh, you know, America's like top rated nationally syndicated morning shows. And uh, one of the one of the hosts, Steve Carell, who is the male host, uh, gets fired from from his job because of the Me Too uh scandal. He gets outed and uh you know, a woman b blows the whistle on him. But all of the uh all of the activity that he was involved in was consensual. The women even acknowledge it. But because it's uh you know, the Me Too era, he still gets outed and it's a big scandal. So he and so because of that Jennifer Aniston who was his uh, co-host on the show, or I guess former co-host, is forced to, uh, you know, deal with the fallout of that whole thing. And uh, Reese Witherspoon is an up-and-coming uh, journalist who is actually, I'm not kidding, folks, she's portrayed as like a conservative, as a conservative uh, libertarian type, 
on the program, and it, it actually is a pretty good uh, portrayal. They don't, you know, they don't par- parody to her. They don't, like, you know, try and make her look stupid, you know, or anything like that. They actually do a pretty good job of, you know, portraying everyone pretty equally in that show. You know, so obviously they go into Me Too, but the way they do it, they go into what the obvious benefits are of Me Too, uh, you know, obviously outing creeps like Harvey Weinstein, right? The worst of the worst. But then they also do acknowledge um, kind of how Me Too, the second and third wave, have become sort of a witch hunt. So they really look at Me Too from multiple sides of, uh, you know, the conversation, the good and the bad and the ugly. And they also talk about uh, media a lot and how uh, legacy media, cable news and newspapers are dying off. And uh, it's a good show. I'm, I'm, and by the way, I'm not spoiling too much, too much because in these first three episodes that they launched, uh, last week, they really just scratched the surface of what the show is about, but it's it's very well done, and I recommend it so far. And this kind of brings my, me my point back to Apple TV Plus. They Apple TV Plus actually seems to be doing shows that are kind of outside the traditional Hollywood narrative of storytelling with some very big voices. So, you know, with some very big names and very big voices, uh, you know, as well. They have, you know, they have the morning show, right, with Jennifer Aniston, Steve Carell, and Reese Witherspoon. Uh, Steven Spielberg's got a show on there that's going to be, like, science fiction-based. That's pretty interesting. And we haven't seen that yet. They have the C, you know, science fiction drama with Jason Momoa. And uh, they're adding a couple others on there, too. Uh, The reason I bring up Apple uh, TV Plus specifically is everyone is kind of thinking that Apple TV Plus is going to be a failure and that Netflix is going to, you know, start to falter um, because, you know, Disney now has their own streaming service, and because of that, they're just going to crush everyone. Well, we don't know that for sure, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, As I said, Netflix has been around for a long time, and I guarantee you that they've most likely prepared for, you know, the stiff competition with Disney, um, you know, they've held their own with Amazon, too. Amazon's not going anywhere, uh, either. Uh, neither is HBO Go. I forgot to mention HBO Go. Uh, they have their streaming service, but, I mean, you know, in terms of, like, content creation, it's all HBO, it's all HBO shows anyway, so there's nothing real, like, in terms of you know, original new, new content exclusive to the, to the streaming platform. But, 
I think it's going to be to be very interesting because we have like four or five big contenders out there now with uh, Netflix, Amazon, Disney Plus, Apple Plus, and HBO Go. Those seem to be the big contenders for streaming television uh, right now. And it will be very interesting to see where these uh, platforms go in the future. And, uh, you know, most importantly, I'm curious to see if Apple TV Plus, uh, you know, lasts in the long run. Uh, many people are, well, I wouldn't say many, but there, there are a few, you know, there's a handful of people out there who think it's going to be a flop. Um, you know, and once again, Disney is just going to, to obliterate them and Netflix both. But, uh, you know, it's a great time for streaming TV, folks. Uh, I think cable and terrestrial television, it's on its way out. I don't think it's going to be a thing in 15 years. Um, at least not for, uh, shows and whatnot. I do believe that there will always be a form of uh, television in some way for those who want to watch, you know, sports and, uh, you know, live events. But now, you know, everyone's getting their news on the web and their, their, news, their news shows on the web. And, uh, you know, everyone's watching their shows on stream platforms anyway. So that... That seems to be the new, uh, you know, way things are going for television. And so, because all these, you know, different platforms are either launching completely in November, or some of the older ones like Netflix and Amazon are releasing new shows in November, it's going to be a very interesting month to see how all these different, uh, you know, platforms perform with each other and compete. So, uh, you know, if and if you're investing in any, any of these platforms, you, you're you for sure going to want to, you know, watch and see what's going on. Literally. It'll be quite interesting. So, my recommendation for sure in terms of series for this week is The Morning Show. Um, you know, at first... When I read that there was going to, to be a, like a new a Me Too premise, I was concerned that it was going to be like really overly uh, feminist that they were really going to you know play up. But like I said, they've actually looked at the Me Too thing in a fairly objective light, which is why I think it's getting controversial reviews because obviously the uh, entertainment media is pretty far left, and so they're of course all about Me Too you know, being pretty uh, pro-me, you know, me too, and they want all the men out of, you know, the entertainment industry and all the men out of the workforce, you know, period, probably. Um, so, you know, that's my recommendation in terms of series. Um, I haven't watched episode three of Watchmen yet. I'm going to do that. But, you know, at, at this point, like I've said before with the Watchmen series, I, I go back and forth on it. Uh, but I will I will watch that and probably do, like, catch up on that next of the week, next week. Um, 
In terms of uh, music recommendations for this week, uh, oh, I've been listening to a great movie soundtrack uh, for the movie Mother of Brooklyn with uh, Bruce Willis and Edward Norton. I haven't actually seen the movie that uh, yet. I want to though. It's a uh, it's like a murder mystery uh, kind of like. Uh, film noir thriller set in 1950s Brooklyn and as you guys know I'm a big fan of LA Confidential and uh, anything in the film noir genre so I am going to uh, maybe go see Motherless Brooklyn uh, next week so but there's no guarantee of that obviously and hopefully I'll have a review of that for you guys uh, as well so uh, Alright folks, I know this podcast is a little short for the Thursday show, but like I said, uh, you know, I tried doing a, a show last night and uh, it got deleted, so I uh, I did want to do this review of kind of all the, you know, different streaming platforms and let you know what's going on with them, so anyway, I hope you all enjoyed this, uh, you know, Thursday podcast as short as it may be and I will be back uh tomorrow Saturday evening for the Whitfield Report uh live stream and I'll be having Jimmy uh from England on and we'll be talking about the results of Brexit tomorrow so uh I've got to you know schedule that with him the exact time for tomorrow but it will be uh tomorrow and then uh You know, we've got a three-day weekend, folks, so uh, look forward to that. And uh, anyway, ladies and gentlemen, I want to thank you so very much for tuning into the podcast, and uh, thank you for being patient with me, and as always, thank you for supporting the show. I love each and every one of you who uh, tunes in and supports the show. Uh, One last thing before I go, Um, I haven't done this yet, but... In the uh, in the coming week, I will be putting together a uh, survey for uh, listeners and viewers of the Whitfield Report and uh, its YouTube channel, and I want your feedback on the uh, show in general. So I will have that uh, survey out for you in gen in general here very soon. Hopefully, it won't take too long for you guys to fill out. Uh, but I will have that for you shortly. And, uh, folks, that'll do it. Like I said, short show, but I really want to thank you for listening. And, folks, from all of us here at NGC Studios, uh, God bless, God save this great nation, God freedom, legacy in that order, and I will see you for the live podcast on Saturday night. Uh, God bless, ladies and gentlemen, and take care of yourself. Hey there, folks. If you've made it this far to the end of the podcast, I'd like to thank you very much for listening to the show. You are the ones that make it possible for me to uh, make an income from podcasting, and I greatly appreciate that just by listening to our show. 
you are helping us gain ad revenue. However, if you would really like to uh, help support the show, I encourage you to please donate to the podcast and become a supporter of the show. You can head over to anchor.fm forward slash Whitfield Report and click the support this podcast button and uh, choose the amount that suits you to support the show. Or you can click the link in the show notes and it will directly uh, take you to that page. If you can support the podcast, I really, really appreciate that. Anything that you can do to uh, help out is greatly appreciated. Even if you can't afford to uh, help financially support the podcast, I encourage you to please go on iTunes uh, or Apple Podcasts or Stitcher and please leave this podcast a positive five-star review. That really helps us out here at the Whitfield Report. Thank you for listening, and I'll see you next episode.